welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today my episode is about being perseverant and not worrying about things. Um, This was inspired because I worked at an aid station yesterday at the Hill Country Trivium, which is a road race actually um, put on by Tejas Trails. And um, they... The runners have a 5K, 10K, half marathon, which the majority of people were doing that, um, a marathon, and then a 50K. And it is really super duper hilly and um, very challenging, and there's a lot of out and back. And, you know, so mentally, it's, it's a pretty challenging course, um, which is probably why I volunteer for it. But anyway, I digress. Um, but it was really super cool yesterday. Um, I was working the aid station with my friend Jeff Rhodes and his new wife, Carrie, and who is just a natural at aid station, I don't know, maintenance or whatever what you want to call it. But yeah, she was, she was really, really uh, handy. So that was really cool. But it was really fun to watch people, you know, achieve goals. Uh, Gosh, I can't tell you how many people I saw come through who finished their first ultra. And, you know, because when they would come through on their final pass before they got to the finish line, which was about three and a half ish miles away, I'd be like, is this your first 50k? And they'd be like, yeah. And I was super excited. So I rang my cowbell. And I swear I felt like a uh, Salvation Army volunteer, you know, ringing the bell outside of the, you know, some retail establishment. And, (laughs) but it was very motivating for runners and they, they enjoyed that part. But yeah, it was really cool to see people become ultra runners. And there's one woman in particular that, that, um, caught my attention because she said that this was her first and she was doing it because her husband told her she couldn't. And, (laughs) <laughs> this this course requires you to okay you start out from this high school stadium and you go about three and a half four miles you get to our aid station and then you have to go down this rolling hills and they're pretty rolly um four mile out and back which is eight miles when you add it up and then you turn and then you have to go up this uh, other hilly place uh, for about two and a half miles which ends up being five and then the marathoners and half mar—I mean, the marathoners and 50kers, when they come back, they have to go down that eight-mile stretch again. And this woman, when we told her she had to go back down that eight-mile stretch again, she almost started crying. And I just didn't know what to tell her. I was just like, you know, you, you're going to become an ultra runner today, so so do it. And finally, when she came back through, she you know, passed by and, you know, I gave her some water or whatever. And she's like, I'm an ultra runner. I'm like, that's so cool. So it was very, very cool. (laughs) The other, the other exciting or fun group that I uh, ran into or encountered were these two college age uh, young ladies. They're 21 and they, I think one goes to Texas state and the other one goes to UT Austin. And they're about to graduate and (laughs) they were doing their first marathon and their longest run to date had been 16 miles and they made well we just didn't catch them uh because there's a big crowd when they came through uh on the first pass through on on our loop if you will 
and they started going home kind of like what the half marathon people have to do you kind of have to be there to understand this but kind of hang with me and I didn't notice it you know I just they were like so super chipper and they were cute and they were funny and they were just you know they they were hanging together and I just thought they were half marathoners so I didn't really think much about it and then I don't know about an hour or so later they come back through our aid station and they're like we're doing the marathon and we went we went back the wrong way and I'm like oh god you know so we were trying to give them some advice about you know how to make up the mileage and you know still be able to be a finisher and and so they did and it got to be kind of later in the in the afternoon or well early afternoon because this race isn't is not an especially large race but it is um you know significant I mean again you got like a hundred uh, half marathoners and probably about another hundred people for the other varying races and so it got to this point where it was probably I don't know around 130 or so and we were trying to figure out how many people were still left on the course and so uh, somebody from the high school drove out to the end of that four mile out and back or the eight mile if you will round trip stretch and he came back and he's like well there's a, a woman and a guy and two girls and they're the very last ones I'm like oh my gosh it's them you know, so so exciting and um but yeah and this one woman <laughs> this is kind of funny she came in and uh the person in front of her said there's a lady back there and she's gonna drop and I was just like oh no you know you're only three and a half miles from the finish and it wasn't her first ultra or anything but she was just kind of mentally shot and she had confessed to us earlier that she couldn't believe she had signed up for a 50k she's like I think I might have been drinking when I signed up for that which of course cracked me up and when I saw her coming in I'm like are you gonna drop and she's like yes and I'm like okay that's great just don't ever sign up for a race again while drinking <laughs> and she got a ride back to the stadium with the the guy from the high school so that was handy and then this one guy came through he was her third from the last person super chipper really you know cool guy and then the girls came in there uh, they are their names are Lily and oh gosh I hope I don't mess it up Dathia and uh, they yeah they were really they were hurting but they were still laughing and joking and you know smiling and when I saw them coming I ran out with my cowbell and you know was ringing the crap out of it and they they were walking originally and then when they saw me they started running and so I kind of ran with them into our aid station and uh they're like I'm like how many miles are you guys at and they're like well we're gonna when we finish it's gonna probably be over you know 26 or it's gonna probably be like 27 or something I'm like oh my god not only are you guys gonna finish your first marathon but you've also done your first ultra <laughs> unofficially and of course because they were the last they also got the distinction of being DFL which is dead flipping last which I'm saying the polite version of it um, but anyway, they were just a delight, and they're going to be people that I'm going to think about often when I'm having trouble at races because, you know, you're thinking, oh, God, I just want to drop. Ugh, this sucks. I'm not having a good day. But they were just so upbeat, and yeah, I think, and as I was telling someone yesterday, I think a lot of it is is that most of it, I mean, obviously, you have to train for an ultra, but I think a lot of it is just mental, and you just have to tell yourself 
okay, I am going to finish this freaking thing, you know, so anyway, for what it's worth, um, and a big shout out to Brad and Nyla Quinn, who are the race directors, they do a great job, they're terrific people, and I just can't say enough great things about them, and Brad also uh, directs the uh, it's the Texas Trail Running Festival in June, and then he also does a four-race series in the summer called Captain Carl's, which has uh, night races ranging from 10K to 60K, and um, I think I'm going to come back for those this summer because I really missed out on them this past year just because of life and illness and whatnot, and so I'm kind of looking forward to that again, but uh, yeah, big shout out to Brad and Tejas Trails, love those guys, and um, so anyway, this brought me to start thinking about a race that I did probably about four years ago, it was around Memorial Day, and I was kind of going through some of what those young ladies were going through yesterday, uh, Sunday, at the race, and so yeah, perseverance pays, and you just have to kind of hang on to that. So, two days before the USA Heroes Night Trail run, an epic storm lashed way south Texas, as I call it, and it turned the Resaca de, Palma, de la Palma Park into a floodway. And some of our trail runners in Brownsville posted video of them slogging through rivers of water and mud, making it reminiscent of the Mesquite Fire uh, 50k that I had run earlier in that year. Oh, God, yeah. And I've talked about that one before. That was just bleh. Um, and then so we, we kind of spent the next couple of days watching weather updates and hoping that the race would go on as planned and would be reasonably dry. And then once Saturday came, we got what we hoped for. And the only hitch was that the 25k course was rerouted into two loops instead of a big one. And as the 7.30 p.m. Uh, time you know, the uh, beginning <laughs> approached, we got our headlamps ready along with our hydration and fuel, and we waited for the signal to start. And then when the time came, we trotted out across a grassy dirt, dirt path, and I was grateful that the grass was cut, um, but the terrain was really uneven, and it made my ankles and heels wobble with each tone, with each footfall. I have no idea why I was trying to say toenail. <laughs> anyway, I strategically stayed at the back of the pack, letting the others wear themselves out. I've been told to play it safe. Oh my goodness, my cat again. My God, he just, he wants to be part of my podcast. Anyway, I had been told to play it safe for the first half because the terrain was so unpredictable. And then about a mile in, I felt something hit my shin. It was my shoelace, and I stepped off the trail and retied it as the rest of the pack passed me. And I had a flashback to my first half marathon where a similar incident occurred. I was barely out of the chute, and my shoe came untied. Everybody passed me, and the guys who bring up the rear aboard ATVs approached. This time, it was mountain bikers. Oh, man, am I the last one, I asked. Don't worry about it, one of them said. Ugh. So somebody had to be the caboose, so may as well have been me, but I was kind of getting mildly annoyed and stressed for being followed closely by a pack of chatty mountain bikers, and one of them had a loud squeaky brake that grated on my nerves, and I spotted the front runners across the narrow Rosaka with trees on each shore, and I hope no one saw me because I really felt humiliated. But I pressed on, and as I made the turn to the other side, I saw some people walking. 
So then I made my move to get ahead of the, the bikers and unclaim my spot in the back. The trail turned into pavement for a while and then ducked back into the woods. And it's at this point that I saw runners uh, running at me in the opposite direction. And I spotted a handful of friends, David, Jesse, and Alejandro. I had no idea how far into the race they were until I finished, but I still can't figure out how they could have been well over halfway into the race and I was just getting through the beginning. The skies began to darken as night approached and I saw a familiar figure ahead, Judith. And she had stopped to take pictures and she always has the best photos on Facebook just from all of our adventures. She's just really one of those people that loves to document everything. And so we stopped and walked together for a few minutes, and then we began running again, and she pulled ahead of me for a while, although I did pass her before the end of the race. The sounds of the swamp echoed with frogs and alligators, and as I ran along the dirt path, I saw something glowing ahead on the ground, and then it took off into the air. Over the course of the night, I saw about a half dozen of these glow-in-the-dark featured creatures, And then I later found out that they were nighthawks, which are nocturnal, and they like to hang out at ground level. Really weird thing to see. And I was well past the halfway point when a deep, rutted patch of trail emerged. And I didn't realize it was there until I fell into it and landed on my right knee and hand. My wrist ached a little. I suffered a few scrapes on my knee, but I got up and kept going. And then around mile 10 or 11, I spotted a tall, familiar figure who was walking. It was Jaime who is a beast of a runner, but he was having a really rough night. He said Joey and Brian, my friends, were looking for me, and I kept imagining them already at the finish line, annoyed by how slow I was. But as I looked ahead, I recognized Joey's glow-in-the-dark getup and Brian's orange mud pack, and I ran up to them, and we all hung together. Joey's knee was hurting, and he encouraged us to go ahead. So we did, and Brian, who I also refer to as B. Payne, because <laughs> his name is Brian Payne, uh, he got ahead of me for a little bit while, for a little while, bleh. but then I caught him about a mile and a half from the finish. We were both pretty tired, but I felt like I still had a little gas on the tank due to my ultra marathon training. I may be slow, but I have endurance. That is my motto. And so we walked a little and then ran, and then about a half mile from the finish, we started to run, and I had to quit before the lights and the noise were within reach. Brian was grateful. You were doing like a 9.30, 10-minute mile. And for me, that's really fast. (laughs) And these days, that's pretty epic. Getting older is not great in terms of running. Hmm. Anyway, as the finish line approached, we decided to haul it. I crossed at 3.31, three minutes faster than the last year, and five minutes faster than my first 25K. I felt pretty good. I guess the moral of the story is it's okay to be slow. Just be consistent. And yeah, that's a pretty good story or moral to take away from this experience. And uh, yeah, so this weekend, speaking of 25Ks, I am running my favorite trail race of the year, the Wild Hare. It's held at Bluff Creek Ranch outside of... uh, LaGrange, Texas, yes, that song by ZZ Top is based on, you know, that town. But it's a, it's, a, it's at a ranch, and there's all these longhorns hanging around, and the race starts and ends in a barn. I think I've talked about this place before, but I have done this race every year since 2012, so 
Um, and the first year I did it, I DNF'd because we had camped the night before and it had gone down to just above freezing. And I really did not have proper camping attire. So yeah, and I was just, I was a mess. It was a bad time. Um, and actually, I think one of my early episodes kind of chronicles that whole horrible experience. But nonetheless, I came back and ended up doing the 25k a few more times. Um, I've done the 10k. I did my first 50 miler there, did my first 50k there. And so I'm just kind of, you know, building my mileage back up. Um, so I'm going to do the 25k and, you know, hope that I can come in pretty close to my goal time and which is I think my best time out there is like 326 which I know sounds ridiculously slow but um it's at a mountain biking uh course and so it's kind of it's got like a lot of switchbacks for the first three and a half miles and then the, the next part is you have some pastures you run through and then there are these kind of like catacomb like up and down kind of things and uh it, it's cool I don't know I just I really love that race it's a smaller race and um I just have good memories there and so I just make it a part of my uh annual running schedule if you will uh to go out there and, and do that race and uh yeah so hopefully that will go well and uh, oh yeah <laughs> one last thing over the weekend I started to run out at uh, McAllister Park which is our you know, one of our favorite places. And I got about two miles in and I was like, you know, I'm out here by myself and I really don't want to trip and fall. So I kind of ducked out of the trails and onto this paved green belt thing or greenway. I can never remember. Austin calls it, I think the green belt and San Antonio calls it the greenway. And I always get them confused, but nonetheless, I, I went out and ran, um, you know, ran out about a few more miles and then came back and there's this long mile, I think it's about a mile, it's like a kind of a low bridge that's over kind of like a swamp, if you will. I mean, it was dry, but anyway, I was, and it's coated with this, um, I don't know what you want to call it, like sandpaper sort of coating, which was nice, you know, I mean, it gives you some traction, but some of it buckles in places, and so my toe, <laughs> you know what's going to happen next, my toe caught some of that sandpaper and I went down and fortunately I did not fall at least on the usual places where I fall but I did fall on my um, left hand left knee a little bit like on the outside and then my left elbow on the outside and yeah so I've got some pretty fun road rash going on right now so please I'm praying that I can get through <laughs> wild hair without falling and injuring myself. I can remember that I think the first time I finished the 25k for real, um, I was like a mile from the finish line and I just bit it and uh, landed on my chin. Ugh. So yeah, let's just, yeah. So if you want to send good vibes my way, that would be awesome. Also, one last thing before I stop talking. Um, if you, if you're listening to this please go to Apple Podcasts or if that's where you get them from or Google or wherever. But Apple, I guess, is like the place where you can leave, you know, ratings and reviews and just please do something because I really do want to make this thing work. And um, I mean, it's starting to build a little bit and 
And again, a big shout out to Scott Coomer from the 10 Junk Miles podcast because he put last week's podcast on the 10 Junk Miles Facebook page. And I was, I really appreciated that because that was like a little boost for, for me. And, um, and I, and I can see that on my stats that, you know, there's a little uptick. So, um, and people come up to me and they're like, I really enjoy your podcast. You know, so I'm just like, okay, that's great. I really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, so if you like it, just, just give me a couple of comments or stars or something. And yeah, I would really appreciate that. Anyway, well, that is all I have for now. It's going to be cold for the next couple of days. Yes, for Texas. I mean, it is going down into the 30s tonight. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I don't know how much running I'm going to get done early in the week, but because I'm a big baby about running in the cold, <laughs> a big baby about running in the heat. <laughs> anyway, oh boy, this is this is vintage Donna right now today. I'm just doing stream O consciousness, not going to edit it. Just putting this sucker out here. So anyway, I'll see you next time. Bye.